Welcome to Group Talk. Four shows, one podcast from the Small Group Network focusing on topics relevant to small group ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you're a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax, listen, and enjoy Reading Lens with Nick Lindsay. Hey, Small Group Network, welcome back to another episode of Reading Lens. We are so glad that you chose the time to hang out with us. Here's how Reading Lens works. Each month, I have with us a guest who's also a Small Groups Point person to share with you insights from books we are reading and what our takeaways were and how we plan to incorporate them into our lives, leadership, or our small groups. Today's episode is different in that I don't have a guest, it's just me today. Which, to be honest with you, is not something that I ever really anticipated having to do. You see, I'm kind of insecure doing this on my own, and I'm not someone who got into ministry thinking that I would ever become a teaching pastor. And I've really always loved leaning into other people and kind of being a host and bantering off others. And so um, I've always been much more on that executive side, and I've thrived being in conversation. So much of this podcast, I've actually leaned into our amazing guests, and I've sought out my friends who I know are smart and wise people, but also people I have great chemistry with so that I can make this the best possible podcast for you to listen to. But in the spirit of Reading Lens... I wanted today's podcast to be a time for us to stop and reflect on this past year about what our takeaways were from this from our own podcast. So we're going to do a year-end review of all the 12 books that we covered this past year. And we've done a lot of learning together. So if you're a regular listener, thank you. I hope this episode, we can remember impactful moments that we've had together. Or maybe if you're someone who tunes in occasionally, you can hear about other episodes we did and go back to the ones that you missed and check those out. I've put all the links in our show notes so that you can easily refer back to those other episodes. So let's kick this off with our first book, which feels like it was ages ago, and that was in January. And so the first book we did this year was called Creativity Inc. by Edward Catmull, who is the founder of Pixar. And this is a fascinating book about the inner workings of Pixar. So if you're a big fan of Disney and Pixar, highly recommend picking up this book because you'll get the nostalgia and the back history and the backstory of everything that's kind of happened that led to and created Pixar. And it's a very tangible book to read. You would think that this would be really like in your face and and complicated, or you maybe you're someone who doesn't necessarily think of yourself as a creator, uh, a creative or creator. Um, but I highly encourage you to pick this up. Uh, my guest on this episode was Daniel Thomas, who is also our small groups network barista or coffee roaster. Make sure you check out SGN Cafe. I'm actually drinking our lobby blend as I'm recording this, and it is delicious. So be sure to pick that up. But this this was a really great one for us to start the year with. The book really impressed me. I've always been uncomfortable with the word creative or creativity because I think it's just been hijacked from the artist community. And I believe it's something that's in all of us and isn't just reserved just for them. This book agrees with that. And it does an amazing job describing how you create the environment where the best ideas can win out. A lot of that begins, though, with honest and candor uh, when it comes to feedback and, and just on your team in general. And so does your team or your small group have the ability to be honest with one another? Have you been able to build that trust? It's also important to point out that Mr. Catmull spends time telling the reader not to get too attached to your ideas. That's when we get hurt. When our ideas become our identity, identity, things can go wrong. So I think that's really insightful uh, when it comes to our own groups or, or the things that we suggest. I know personally, there's been times where you know, I really get interested in a bold idea I might have, but 
you know, when someone comes along and points out things that might not go well with it, I can become really hurt. And so I thought that was a really powerful point in this book of of not tying yourself to the identity of the things you do or the things that you have created. So our next book was Never Split the Difference by Chris Foss. And Chris Foss is a former FBI hostage negotiator. And this book was entertaining and informative. One of the funniest things I remember from this episode was my guest, Peter Englert. And he's an Enneagram 2 and I'm an Enneagram 8. And we read this book completely different. And there's a there's a piece in that episode where we stumble on the same thing because he found this to be a phenomenal book on conflict management. And I found it to be an incredible book on learning how to listen. And so it's funny because, you know, one of the strengths of a Enneagram 8 is, you know, being in conflict and, and not being afraid of of taking things on uh, and bulldozing situations in a sense. And um, for Enneagrams too, they're usually known as really great listeners. So it's kind of interesting that we looked at it from from our weaknesses in that standpoint. But um, I can't remember if we actually covered this point in this episode. But my favorite thing from this book was a listening tactic that I think every small group leader or point person, pastor, director needs to learn. And it's this. It's a tactic to help you sh- help people share more about what they're talking about. And it's three simple words, which is tell me more. And it makes people feel heard and it gives them permission to share more about what they're talking about. You can also just repeat back the last three things that they said, but add an upward inflection to it. So let me give you an example of what this kind of conversation might look look like. So let's picture you're in a small group and it's getting time for prayer requests and you hear this from one of your group members. Yeah, so my wife and I are having a hard time in our relationship and we could just we could really use some prayer. And you would say, tell me more. Yeah, well, you know, we're always getting into pointless fights and and we're never on the same page never on the same page. Yeah, you know, everything turns into a fight um and and, and you know, everything needs to be planned to perfection and I I just want to go with the flow. Go with the flow? Yeah, you know, I want to build in some grace into our schedule and we get so stressed out when things don't go to perfection. You can see how this tactic leads to more depth in conversation. So, really great book. Highly recommend going back and checking that one out as well. So, in March, I had my lead pastor Chris Hyde join us to discuss a book that has enormous impact on our church and it's called E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It's a book that as a staff at Hope, Hope and Grace, I think we read it almost every other year uh, and something that we're constantly coming back to in meetings. And it's a book that is a fable written about a small business owner who's outright stuck and has become miserable and something that she started to do full time because she loved doing it and now despises everything uh, because so much of it is reliant on her. And so maybe you can relate to this own situation of like, you really loved the work of the ministry of the church. And so you thought, man, this is really something I want to do full time, or this is something I want to volunteer my extra hours to. And so we get into this and then it becomes so demanding and everything is so reliant on us and it, and it makes us just want to quit and leave everything, right? But Michael comes alongside, Michael, the author of the book, comes alongside her and gives her a plan that allows her to work on her business instead of being in her business. And this is a huge concept for all of us to learn as small group leaders, um, as small group directors, is us being able to give away our responsibility and know what it is that makes us successful and help others do the same thing. So are you able to create an environment where others can grow, lead, and develop? Um, personally, some of the best stuff from this episode is just getting to hear the wisdom from Pastor Chris High and what he shares about being a church planter in Metro uh, New York City. And there's some really great lessons that we learned along the way when it comes to small groups. And I think the thing that I really appreciated from this episode too in, in regards to that 
is learning what we do and what we do not try to control when it comes to our group. So really great insight. And that was the episode from March. My most frequent guest that I have on our podcast is Andrew Camp. And he joined me in April for the book, How to Lead When You're Not in Charge by Clay Scroggins. And this book is a must read for anyone in ministry. It does an excellent job of communicating how to make an impact when you are not the chief decision maker. This book reminded me a lot of our third episode we ever did on Reading Lens, which is called Extreme Ownership, um, which is lessons from a Navy SEAL. But both deal with how do you make wise decision in middle management? You know, you have leadership responsibility, but you're not necessarily the, the chief decision maker like we talked about before. And my biggest takeaway from this one was learning to address issues when we're at our lowest emotions. Like I shared earlier, I'm an Enneagram 8 and any of those personality tests or astrology things, I know some of you think that those things are completely bizarre and I'm with you on a lot of that. But anytime I take them, I'm always the aggressive one. You know, I was born in the year of the bull and I was born in May, which makes me a Taurus. And anytime I fill out any sort of Thing. I'm always the color red or whatever it may be. Whoever that aggressive one that's that's uh, you know taking full charge of, of things. Um, and if you've hung out with me enough, you know that I love to share my opinions boldly. But that's not always helpful, right? And I've learned to build in margin and to calm down when I'm emotionally charged to have conversations about change. Uh, that I would like to see happen. And it also allows me to make more reasonable decisions. So highly recommend look for those times when when both parties are at a low emotion, because I think the ideas, the change, the leadership that you want to have is much more likely to hear uh, those decisions um, with that. In May, we had Nick Shanlaw join us from the heartland of America in Nebraska for the book Silos, Politics, and Turf Wars by Patrick Lencioni. And if you're not familiar with the term silos, this is the definition. Silos are nothing more than the barriers that exist between departments within an organization, causing people who are supposed to be on the same team to work against one another. And I'll be honest... This is the book I wish I had made more progress on this year after reading it. I feel like it's a natural drift for a church to always lean towards siloing. And you have to work hard on it to avoid them. But this book does a really great job of sharing how you can create common goals amongst a team to allow everyone to fight together, to establish a common enemy and more. Personally, this is an episode I'm looking forward to re-listening to as I head into this next year. I really think it's going to help set us up for success as we head into uh, this new year. And in June, we read a must-read book for anyone in small group ministry, and it's called The Art of the Gathering by Priya Parker. Priya is the queen of gathering, and she wrote a fantastic book, and it's the first book that we ever did. This episode was reposted, and it was aired originally on Group Talk Podcast when it was just Carolyn Takeda. Since then, we've we've grown this podcast out and there's four shows that 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 air on group talk podcast and it was fun to get to hear our first episode together personally for me it's a little painful because now that i'm two years into this i've learned a thing or two about good audio and speaking but nonetheless it's cool to get to see the bones of the show and what it has become while getting an amazing lesson on gathering people, which is what we all do for a living as groups people. So that's it for the first half of the year. So let's pause for a moment and hear from Jason. After the break, we'll come back and share about the second half. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas to all you small group point people out there. Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer, and I wanted to share a special Christmas gift with you. Santa Steve Gladen is feeling very generous this year and wanted to give all of our Group Talk listeners a special gift, $100 off our lobby gathering. This is an event that you're not going to want to miss. 
Join us February 22nd through the 24th in sunny San Juan Capistrano, California. If it's cold where you're at, I'm sure you're ready for a little sun. This small group networking event is sure to help you connect with new and veteran small group point people and give you an opportunity to relax along the way. Now we want you to take advantage of this special holiday gift by going to smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash conferences. Again, that's smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash conferences. Under the lobby gathering, click register. And before selecting your tickets, be sure to click enter promo code up top. Enter promo code group talk, all one word. Again, that's group talk, all one word for your exclusive $100 off. Hope to see you there. Now back to Reading Lens. Welcome back to Reading Lens. This is our year-end review for 2021 for our show. The second half of the year was packed with hits. And we started the second half of the year with one of the most fun episodes for me to record and develop, which was also on my favorite television show, Ted Lasso. We did a whole episode on just three leadership lessons from the show. My friend Ben Reed joined us and we had a blast sharing what we learned from the first thing. The other thing I really enjoyed about this episode is that we were able to share clips from the show. So even if you haven't checked out Ted Lasso, which you totally should, I think you could still hang with us because we have clips that go with it. Plus, we went out of our way not to spoil anything. So hearing this episode won't ruin the show for you. But my big takeaway actually comes from a conversation that we had with Ben. We covered one point where we focus on what people are becoming like. Ted does this in a show. He's really focused on really helping people become the best versions of themselves. But Ben, brilliant as he is, shared how it goes beyond just that because as small group leaders and directors, we're not just helping people become the best versions of of themselves. We're helping them become like Jesus. And that was such a beautiful reminder. And I'm so thankful for Ben for for bringing it back to uh, helping individuals become like Jesus. August, the guest who always makes me laugh, Alan White, came on to not do just one book, but two. We did Hero Makers and StoryBrand. And if you know anything about the book StoryBrand, one of the biggest concepts from that book is not being the hero, but making your customer the hero. Thus, the book Hero Maker really fit in well into the same concept. This is a really powerful stuff if you can incorporate them into your groups. It's a natural for one want it to be about us and for us to be dependent on us. But like we covered in so many of these books, like I just shared earlier with with Emith, it's it's not about us. It's about serving others well. September features what I personally believe is the unofficial small group book of the year. There is an award, but maybe we should create it and give it out every year. But that book is the other half of the church. If you're part of our small group network Facebook group, you know this book. There were several threads going on about this book. And my guest was the always fabulous and interesting Tommy Carreras. And he is brilliant on this episode. For those who haven't heard this book, it's written by a small groups guy and a neuroscientist. And it talks about how we tend to only use half our brain when we do church and particularly in small groups and how we want to be able to just, you know, use that knowledge side. We lean towards the left side of the brain and we can forget how the right side of the brain, which is more around emotion and senses and feeling. And when we use the full capacity of our brain, how much that can lead to much more meaningful connection relationships and just even learning. And it's an excellent, excellent, excellent episode. I'll warn you, it's a long one, but it goes by really fast. And a bonus on this episode, for those of you who will be attending the lobby this next year, it's at the end of February. Tommy and I will be leading one of the evening sessions on this book. If you want to work out this book with other like-minded small group people, this will be a great place to do that. 
but I would act quickly because there's not many spots left for the lobby. But the lobby is one of the best places to learn and develop if you are a small group point person. This will actually be my eighth lobby and it's something that I build into my calendar every year. It's that important to me. October, J.W. Hilliard was my guest and we covered the book Made to Stick on how we can make our ideas more memorable. There is a lot of practical advice in this episode. Really, really great stuff. There's a lot of things from this episode that stuck with me that has made me a little annoying to be around. For example, it talks about how we need to put things into context so that people can understand. And in our own town, Hoboken, where I'm from, we have major flooding issues and our government has been parading around how they've built these new parks and that it'll help with flooding and they hold a half a million gallons of water. But we have no idea how much that actually is, right? So there's this comes up a lot of the times where people will share like, oh, this can do X, Y, and Z. And but like, let's take this example, right? When it rains an inch of water, do you know how many gallons of water that is? I have no idea. We have no context of how much that is. But perhaps if we were to change it and say, hey, this park will hold two Olympic sized swimming pools worth of water, we have a much better understanding of how much water that is or how much it can contain. Hopefully, this isn't even the best part of the book, but I just can't get away from that. I had to, to share that example with you. November, I got to be honest with you guys. I don't know that enough people listen to this episode. I love hearing from you guys when you listen and what stood out to you on this episode. But this episode was so good. Sarah Nero was my guest and she is a hospitality expert. And she shared with us real practical ways which we can be hospitable in our groups. And this episode was a home run. So if you missed this episode because it aired the day before Thanksgiving, I totally understand it. But you need to go back and listen to this. It's really, really good. Sarah shares with us really great uh, ideas on how we can be better hosts to the people inside of our small groups. And then finally, in December, we took the show back to its roots. I went on Carolyn Takeda's show, Here to There, which airs on Group Talk Podcast. It's the second week of the month. Andrew Camp came back to be with us, and we did the hit book, Live No Lies by John Mark Comer. This book is a New York Times bestseller, and it's easy to see why. Comer does an excellent job of walking us through the lies that we all face in our small groups and in our own personal lives. And Andrew was incredible on this episode. Carol and I were gushing over it when we listened to it with each other. Go back, find this episode, and when Andrew speaks, have that notebook ready. Well, hey, as we're wrapping up here, I want to thank all of you guys for an incredible year. You guys make this a pleasure to do every month. Personally, I'd love to hear the books or guests that you'd love to hear in 2020. We're going to be starting off the year with an awesome guest, and I'm excited to introduce her to you, Amber Walker, who does groups in Pittsburgh, PA, which is my hometown. So I'm excited to get another Yinzer on here to talk about some books. Um, probably not a great selling point for anyone outside of Pittsburgh, but I promise you it's going to be a great episode. Since it's the new year, we thought, let's start with a book on habits. So we're going to do James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, which has been around for a few years, but this book is gold. And I really think it's going to help us get started on the right foot. Well, I'm Nick Lindsay. Thanks again for listening with us. I hope you all have a wonderful year. Remember, leaders are readers. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website, smallgroupnetwork.com, to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.